Thanks for tuning back in to Between the Times Outdoor Podcast. Hope everyone had amazing Christmas and New Year's. Welcome to 2023. I want to thank our partners for being with us through this entire time of doing the podcast. And as everything with the new year, we get a couple new different partners here and there. And we really, really appreciate that. One of our new partners we are proud to bring on is Jody and Marsha Nunnery from the Nunnery team. They are licensed Louisiana realtors with the Goins Group Real Estate Services. If you got property, residential, recreational, commercial, and you're looking to purchase or sell your property, give Jody Nunnery a call. Look him up with the Nunnery teams at Goins Group Real Estate Services. Also, one of our partners that we've had for a very, very long time, Alimashio Hunt. Awesome, awesome products. We use it every time we hit the woods. So really, really appreciate that. Dan DeWitt with Old Indian Tricks, LLC. If you love mock scrapes and putting out deer attracted for mock scrapes, be sure to check out Dan DeWitt's Old Indian Trick. As always, our buddies, Luke Shoemaker, North Missouri Land Company. If you're buying or selling your property in the Midwest, in the Missouri area, be sure you give Luke and David Wilt a call with North Missouri Land Company. Rex Brawlheads, Matt Taggett, his team, awesome product they came out with, and we are very proud to be partnering with them with the new Brawlheads they got. They are the real deal. Last but not least, Buzzard Roost Saddles. Check out Benny Gregoire with Buzzard Roost Saddles, located right here in Louisiana. I just want to thank all the partners that we've been having over the last year or so. We really, really appreciate it. I hope y'all enjoy this next episode. Welcome to the Between the Tines Outdoor Podcast, where it's all about gaining more knowledge, strategies, management, and telling great hunting camp stories. So set back and enjoy today's guest. Welcome back to another great episode of Between the Times Outdoor Podcast. If you read the title of this podcast, you already know who we got in the building. Actually in studio with us, which is badass. None other than Stale Cracker in the house. I appreciate the opportunity to come over here and uh, hang out and uh, talk a little deer knowledge, I hope, you know. That's right. We got Pierce Woodard. Just find out he owns banks, so yeah. oh yeah, yeah. That, he owns you know? banks. Shit. He made me drive here. Shit, I need a loan, old <laughs> son. Damn, somebody's got to do it. Dirty D in the house over here from Arkansas Hauled back ass. to Louisiana again. <laughs> Hauled ass from Cross Springs. You like Uber? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I can't haul ass no more. You know, last two in a month, they, them things get expensive. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Long as swap paying a bill, you good? They're huh? not paying the bill. <laughs> they ain't paying a fuel bill. No, that's coming out of Ass National. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of people may know Stell Cracker on TikTok, cooking all types of shit. If your shrimp don't peel, he ain't coming. Get that potted meat out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a lot of people may not know that Stell Cracker does a lot of deer hunting. And when I say a lot of deer hunting, meat in the freezer, right? Yep. Grew up, uh, you know, in Labrador, Louisiana. We hunted the swamps. Uh Grew up with the Walker dogs, me and my papa and my daddy. You know, waking up in the dark, got the old dirty 30, shotguns, uh, get in the airboat, load up, got, you know, a ton of dogs in the boat, drop you off on a cypress tree stump, and hey, we come get you when the dogs quit running. It could be 12, 31, 
Didn't matter. And you step off that log, he gonna be he gonna be up to your neck, you know. Assholes and elbows. That's huh? it, man. <laughs> and, and grew up hunting like that, and just straight duck hunting and deer hunting in the swamp, and then you know uh, having the opportunity to you know to hunt in the swamp, then hunt northern Louisiana, Mississippi. Now reaching out to Illinois, Missouri, Kentucky, it's like you get to appreciate well-rounded hunting, and you go up there up north. And these people talk how hard it is to hunt. And I'm not knocking them now. It's some good hunting. but dear, Tell me how you really feel on this part. Because I feel like you're going in the same <laughs> yeah. situation hole. we always talk. Yeah. Rabbit hole, which yeah. is fine with us. It, you know, the deer up north, they do what they're supposed to do. You can rattle at them. You can, right. you, can, you can blow the grunt call and use all that scent and all that. You put that on down here and them deer smell you, they're going to knock over the tree getting out of there. Up there, they run 40 yards and look at you, you know. So they're not knocking. It's just different hunting. I'm glad I had the opportunity to experience that. Right. And, you know, growing up dog hunting, going out to Alabama, hunting uh, with these guys that did the beagles and just, you know, sitting all day on one stump and then going to Alabama where they do these little acre blocks and mm-hmm. all day you're moving, hunting, moving, hunting with dogs. I mean, it's just an experience of different yeah. hunting in different cultures which makes you appreciate other people's ways of life, of hunting. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like, as a kid growing up, your grandpa, your daddy, whoever, uh, that brought you, taught you how to hunt and stuff like that, and we'll get into that a lot more here in a minute, but, I mean, the Midwest is just, they do what they're supposed to do. And down here, you got thickets, pine thickets, Briar patches, swamps. I mean, we got to work for a deer down here. We may get lucky in a season to maybe see a couple bucks. Sharky got lucky. Yeah, but that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to touch on that one time, and, and I, I know Sharky personally, and, and he does hunt a lot. Right. And I, I, I truly think that every avid hunter that puts in his time, I'm not talking about the weekend warrior, but the dude that runs the trail cameras starts in, you know, August, September, making the food plots, doing the thing. And like Sharky got a chance of a once in a lifetime buck down here. And I, I yeah. wish every hunter down here would get that chance. Yeah. And if, if, and I'm only talking for down here is it's not what you put in down here. It, it, you know, how many people went to the ballroom smelling like they smell Go out to the stand smoking a cigarette and kill a monster. Oh, yeah. Why every day you did what was right all season, did the preparation, and boom. And you, know you succeeded at, yeah. at, at yeah. doing what you love best. That's it. You know? That's it. Darkie's put his time in. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, man. He's, and, and, you know, he, he, does the, he does the food plots. He does the runs the camera. You know, he, I mean, he puts his time in. He, I'm does, not saying, he, he does everything we do. Right. Yeah. And, but uh, it but, goes to show you that if you do the right thing here. It could happen. It can happen. Right. And that's the thing about the Midwest. It can happen. You never know in the Midwest what's going to come. You got a better chance of that happening. <laughs> right. Way better. Yeah. Way better. Your chances it, are slim to it, none. And back to what we were talking about, like, I mean, we, we talk about this all the time. It, it's not that you don't have to hunt when you go to the Midwest. It's, it's it, You still got to hunt. Right. It's just a lot more opportunity. Just say it's there. fucking easier. It's a lot dirty. easier. It's easier. <laughs> I mean, shit. It's easier. Lot, so... This is what we always say, and this is no lie. Uh, if you can kill a deer in Louisiana with a bow right. on public land, oh. you can kill a deer anywhere you want to. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. You can walk in blind, scout public land, go back, hang a climber lock on, put your time in, and kill a deer, period. Yeah, right. For the Midwest, you ain't got a wall big enough for what you're about to do. No. Uh-uh. No. Nope. Ain't got enough room. You had to, you'll fill up this whole shop in 10 years. Yep. If you got enough money and 
to buy the tags for each right. individual state. So yeah, they're not mad at them like we are. No, <laughs> wow. they just take them and throw them on top of a damn Connex. Yeah, so we were I mean, laughing on our trip, and it, like this truck passes flatbed, and it's got, I mean. A good St. Helena Tanchpole Parish buck on it. Yeah, this you is know. from Missouri. He got a little bit of a rag. I'm like, what? You, you see an out-of-state tag, and that joker's not carrying no daggone four-point. You know what I'm saying? Put them on trucks. You know, put that haydale up on there. See, that's the thing. Like, sometimes, I mean, we go to the Midwest all the time. We get to see it, which is pretty badass. But a lot of them people, man, I ain't got the money to mount the deer and stuff like that. So they just take the rack and they throw that somebody on top of the barn. <laughs> oh, that sea can and is it, full. You of ain't them. from the Midwest if you ain't got deer horns in your flower bed. I can promise you that. Yeah. So before we really get too far in here, did I spell the stale cracker right? No, it's stale cracker with a K. You put a C to it. <laughs> I don't know. You had to get me. You're one of them haters, bro. Come on, dude. He, he just didn't want to trademark it. You know what I'm saying? He didn't want to get a copyright on yeah, it. He, yeah, he might be trying to get my. He got the banker with him. Yeah, he got the banker man with him. Somebody's got the whole entourage over here. He he owns a bank. He owns a dealership. He owns a bar. Yeah. Pierce, don't be scared to talk in it, man. I mean, yeah, talking. We, we want to hear you too. So we start off with dirty. Everybody knows dirty. Yeah. Uh, what you think? Man, it's just an honor to have him here. And what's crazy, dude, is all the people that I know, and I've never met him. I I mean, like real good friends with him. It's crazy. I figured I'd have known him by now, but just an honor to have him here. Pierce Wooder, my boy. And I'm just here to steal his deer. (laughs) That's a whole different story. (laughs) We're going to get on that. It is a true story, though. Yeah, that's that's, that's my job. You got to go with him. The only deer he probably ever killed in his life. They're like, Pierce Wood, a kid you did. I'm like, who is Pierce Wood? Does he even hunt? <laughs> I thought that was that dude from Kid Wood with earrings in his ear and just rolling around. And all the girls thought he was cute. That dude don't hunt. And sure enough, he snagged the biggest buck I was after for a while. But that's all right. It happens. That's why it's called hunting, you know. Happens right. to the best of them, huh, Pierce? No yeah. I say, hey, you know them people that get lucky, the smelling like stank go up in there with the perfume? <laughs> that was him. Literally got off the plane, come home, jumped in deer stand, and Two dogs were running 30, the deer. 30 minutes later, here's two dogs, and then Justin texts me, did you shoot that deer? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey, that's about some bullshit. No, it, it didn't happen like that. It wasn't 30 minutes. Tell it us the true far. story. It wasn't far. Oh, a shark was Bo- said. No, was Bourgeois with y'all? No, no, no. Damn. I, I literally, literally got off a plane from Christmas, man, right after Christmas, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we went out there, got in the deer stand. It wasn't 30 minutes. Heard two dogs coming across the river over there. I was like... Hunts across the river, so we we come around and man, I I all I hear is I look up and he's running dead at me. I'm talking about dead at me. I dropped him, and it was probably. Did you wait for that broadside shot? Oh no, no. he was dead on. It was it was white chest down. White That's chest what I'm down. talking about. So- the only person I showed pictures to was Sharky of that deer, and I was sitting on my couch that night because that's one of them. You know, let's talk about a little hunting strategy. There was a, a huge storm blowing in. At the, I knew hunting time was over at four thirty. Don't get dark till five. Right. right. And so I got on stand at like noon that day, and he shoots at two thirty. And I didn't even know he was like I said. I didn't even know he hunted there. And so I'm sitting on my couch with a cold beer, and I get a picture from Sharky. Looks familiar, and my deer's dead on the ground. And I'm like, and so I, you know what? I start thinking, this son of a bitch done went in there. He went, he went, went, went no, no, what? No, I don't my spot, but I figured he went and asked every living human being around there to hunt because he knew it was there. You know? right. I mean, not in a bad guy. That, hey, that's a hustler, you know? And he's like, Pierce Ward to kill it. I'm like, 
that dude even hunts? <laughs> Wait a, what the heck? And then, you know, then we became That's friends. Right. You know, we were friends before, but I just didn't know how big of a hunter he was. Right. I knew he was into the turkeys, oh, and I didn't okay. know he hunted across the river from it. But we called him old Freak Nasty. He had a big old one side, and the other side just came up and palmetted all the way. Big old double uh, double throw patch deer. Just great. crazy stuff. You know, I've been having it. it for three years. Great deer to chase and end of the story, and that's hunting. And me and him are friends today. That's right. You know, that's and right. in the hunting industry, it's a lot of jealousy. Oh, Dude, for you sure. know how many friendships have been lost over deer? And you know, and, and, and over a damn deer. We'll, we'll touch on this more later because it's going it's oh, yeah. to fall into other stuff. But yeah, see, that's how I met Pierce. Oh, killing your deer? No, he didn't kill <laughs> no. my deer. I don't no. know. He probably did. He just didn't tell us. But uh, me and don't Pierce me, used to be me alone. We used to be in a uh, lease together, which I, I was a lot younger then. Whenever you had that that's lease right. in Gillsburg. And I barely even knew Pierce, which I only was in it like a year or so. So my cousin killed that 150-inch deer. They kicked all of us out. <laughs> so you, I don't know where you're going, but you got to get the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> you got to find no your new spot. Yeah. I don't so think, anyway. I don't think anybody really hunts there anymore. No, I don't. That I place, don't look, they didn't clear-cut that whole place. So, yeah. uh, Stell Crocker. What's that? Tell, uh, tell everybody where you're from. From Labadeville, Bayou Lafouche, Assumption Parish, man. Born and raised. Uh, stayed there 2008. Hurricane Gustav took my house. Uh, my wife's from Macomb. I played baseball, Nichols. And then at Southwest Mississippi, I met her. And uh, she said, I got, you know, we went through Katrina together. Out of power for a month, six weeks. Oh, trust me. <laughs> and then uh, we had two young kids, and then Gustav hit. She said, look, dude, you can stay in the bayou. I'm going north, dude. I'm out. I'm getting the hell out and of I here. And I said, man, so I made the move, and I moved to Kentwood and uh, relocated. And so it's a good move. I go back to the bayou all the time. Got family down there. Still got some land, camps and all, and rip and run. But, uh, no, it's been, a, it's been a good thing. And then, you know, the, the TikTok war started. And, uh, you know, all we did was, you know, took a shot at, you know, my dad and, some other coon asses out there that can't ball shrimp. And we, we put on one video, man. And, uh, it, you know, we got, you know, went to bed that night and woke up the next day at two, three million views. And I said, I said, damn. Well, well, so that was like something I was thinking, like you, your first video, you never expected this, this to whole, blow up like you did. This whole ride was everything was unexpected. If you would have planned it, it had never worked. No, ever. If you would have said, that is what I'm going to do today. Dude, it never worked. Yeah. If you, you know? tried to do something, it don't oh, work. Yeah. So, I woke up the next day, got the bad head, and my, and my wife said, man, you seen your video? I said, well, I made that video. I know. She said, <laughs> yeah. she said, no, cool. You only got like three million views. I said, what to do? She said, go put that crap back on and make another one. <laughs> she said, we did soft shell crab. Boom. Hit again. They would jump a lot. Boom. And, and, you know, within a month, we had a million followers. And that's then, crazy. You know, I said, you know, you know, my, my, my grandpa passed away, and that's who... I went to the hunting camps. He was the camp cook. You know, when you had these big dog clubs, you might have 100, 150 members. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know. and Especially uh, dog clubs. Oh, the, and especially in the swamp, you covered so much area. And, and I grew up, and we did the fairs and festivals and all. And, then, you know, I was hitting it with the two-step, which is his signature move, which was, you know, nowadays there's better seasoning out there. It's, right. it's like, you know, just with technology and all. And so we rebuilt, you know, we rebuilt his two-step off of the, the new stuff and then, and, you know, we made sure it was right, and it, it took off. And we came out with two-step fire, and now we're hitting the gate of Drew, and we got, you know, other stuff coming out, and it's just it's just been a wild ride. But like you said, everything went – all we did was video what you do on the weekend. What yeah, you doing? We end up – KG people entertain us. All we did, for sure. All we do is film is eat and drink like we always and, and did. And sometimes it ain't even just Cajun people. Like, my, my, my old lady's a coon ass, too. Her last name's Malosso. Uh-huh. And uh, coon ass can be. Right. But – uh. The cooking down here just takes takes the the universe kind of is it's almost like a universe. It takes it to a different level because 
I think I can cook the best. You think you can cook the best, right. Pierce? Right. I mean, oh no, I can't cook. No, he can't. Cook. I'm here to tell you right no, now. No, you want to? You, you yeah. lost the fucking jambalaya cook-off for yeah. me in my hometown. What kind of bullshit I'm is sorry. that? <laughs> probably using what that. Kind of I was just, hey, I was just there. I was more using support. that hey, pool ball. Right. I appreciate it, baby. More support. I appreciate it. I really, I really respect you and Bourgeois. Hey, thank y'all. Thank y'all. That was a good benefit too. Oh, ain't no doubt. You know, we had a good time. We was in Birmingham, Alabama. They come cover for us, so mm. much appreciated. Ain't no doubt. But but back to what you're saying, the food's no better. No. It's the Cajun experience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's what makes it better. Right. You could cook the, You could cook better food. Somebody could. But when you come in, you have a great time. You listen to great music. You dance. You know what I'm saying? Put that yeah. old Wayne Toops on. Right. You know, Van with Morrison. Toop, that's it, dude. The 4-H tradition. Everybody's yeah. having a good time. Then the food tastes so much better. Right. Do you ever feel like at hunt camp the food tastes ten times better? Especially <laughs> after a long day of hunting. Definitely. What? Yeah, it's definitely yeah. good. The more yeah. these start flowing, oh yeah. The oh, more yeah. the food gets better. No doubt. You, you uh That's I don't know if y'all seen these cats. Uh didn't Hankins just do a podcast with the cats? Uh, oh, uh, uh the, on that uh, Yeah, you probably know the him. duck deal. Duck Camp Dinners. Yeah, Duck oh, yeah. Camp Jean Paul Bourgeois. Yeah, yeah Jean Paul uh, Bourgeois. Matter of fact, me and yeah. uh, he was one year behind me in high school. Yeah, and uh, where y'all he, grew up together. Yeah, where he lived in Labadeville. Actually, uh, they they moved out and uh, went to Thibodeau. But we uh, we did, was like we cut the grass and stuff at that place. And but going to school, you know, he was one year behind me. And we had a lot in common, you know, hunting right. and, and fishing and all. And then matter of fact, we did a video, a TikTok together. If you go back and look. He come up to the house and we we cooked all kind of stuff, but yeah, that's uh, a hell of a show right there. It is. It's pretty. Good, I love you know? how they go out, they harvest their meal or kill it. We ain't using the word harvest, harvest no more. Yeah. We harvest. <laughs> Look, they go out, kill ducks, whatever they going to, you know, they hunting for. They right. go out and kill it. They bring it back. They cook it up. Right. And yeah, every guy in camp can cook. Right. So and they take their turns and even though uh. Chef is a, I mean, he's a chef. He, you know? Yeah, he's he certified. Cook. Yeah, he's he certified. He's like me. Yeah, he's certified. But uh, this shit looks amazing on, yeah. you know. So. You know, in the lost art, um, I think what they're doing on that show is everybody's got to bring the, it back. Everybody can do the beginning. Everybody can do the killing. Everybody right. can do the eating. But it's the cleaning and processing of it. Right. And if you go back, I did a, I did a rabbit video, a squirrel video, and every, every social media took it down. I was teaching people how to process a squirrel. And the whole thing about a squirrel is, Squirrels everywhere. There's squirrels in the city. What? You know, bad times, shit hits the fan. You might yeah, have to- chewing right. your damn wires on your car. Wait, I'm just saying. You, you know, might, in the city? <laughs> yeah, you might have to pop a squirrel out of the tree, but showing people, and they took it down. Like, they don't want people to know how to get to that stage, and that mm-hmm. that, right. that uh, Jean-Paul's, uh, you know, shows. Yeah. That's a lot. That's what I like about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, our buddy Kyle Hankins uh, put us on, well, he actually told us about it, and then I, I've been stuck on that shit ever since. Yeah. And then Meat Eater- yeah, some, well, yeah, I mean, that's like, awesome. holy shit, that's a whole different I can't even level. believe that's on, on Netflix. Sometimes yeah. I watch it. I mean, it's great. I'm all about it. Like, oh, oh, for real. That's awesome. Yeah, because they got the Cajun accent. Yeah. They got the, they, they, they cook a roux from scratch. That's it. Which a lot of people don't know how to do. Uh, it, you know, the, the jar roux are so good. Hey, I, I, mean, I don't blame well, it. It's easier. Yeah. You know definitely. what I mean? It, it, it shortens up the time a little bit. But, you know, at the end of the day, if somebody really wants to cook Cajun food, I mean, they want to watch it from scratch. That's it. And sometimes, like, it's a little longer video, but hey, yeah, 
you putting the, you putting you putting your heart and soul into that's it. Right. That's you know, right. That's how I feel. That's like that crackling video I just put out. I, I sat for eight. You didn't throw them ice cubes in there. No, I don't do that. That shit pop fucking. <laughs> I don't do that. But I do pull them out, let them cool, put them back in. That's yeah. a, that's a, it took me eight hours. Oh, that's yeah, the that's way I was job. taught to do it, and it's a great video. But you got a slab of fat on that table. That's it, man. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah, we did that shit. We threw that ice cube in there, and they said it shocks it. Uh-huh. So as you frying it, I don't know if you know this. Mm. But my uh, my old lady's uh, daddy told us, so once you get about midway frying, before you take them out, you throw that ice cube in there. Now, wash the grease, because that bitch will blow oh, up. Yeah. Throw it in there. And if it don't pop, take them out of there. Because <laughs> apparently that ice shocks them. Right. There's and a then certain you pull temperature change. And then you put it back. Yeah, that's so the same thing. Have you, you you know you cook them up three hundred something degrees, and then you pull them out. You get that grease back to about four ten, mm-hmm. and then when so you got them at room temperature, knock them out, and then you go from seventy there seven. I, just, I keep beating on the table. Yeah. Seventy degrees to four ten, and it it makes the teacher wrong, eh, bro? Make them pop out. Yep. Yeah. I've only cooked them twice, and uh, I'm scared to throw that ice in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I never heard of that. Hey, you know my favorite video. Is them damn cinnamon roll king cakes? Oh, that's oh, easy. Bro, that you can do that with canned cinnamon rolls. Oh, I know, but it's his just, old lady oh, cooked that. Oh, definitely she did. <laughs> hey, here's a secret: if you watch my show, that net bread pudding look. Ooh. If it's dessert that, or that bacon, that's my old lady, bro. She's behind the camera saying, "Do this, mix that, <laughs> do that." I'm like, all right, cause whatever. It, yeah, whatever. If it's bacon pie, all right, that's not me. I could fake it, but hey, but other than that, we got it. You know? that, that bread pudding. It's good. Yeah. Oh, point. I can tell. <laughs> oh, my God. I can tell. Yeah, look at him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to oh, take something. You sometimes Pierce gets rewards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. But, uh, I mean, damn. You have a hell of a time. Hey, I want to congratulate you on all the charities, all the functions you do, all the going out of towns. I know, I know it's for a good cause. Right. And you, you make millions of people laugh. That's one thing I like about you, you know. Like, if somebody brings you down, like, that don't that don't mess up your whole day. No. It might mess mess right. you up at some point. His vibe but, ain't gonna change. Yeah, no. your vibe ain't changing. You you trying to uplift somebody, and you do a lot for everybody across the, you know, southern region of United States. And, yeah, it's like uh, uh, I appreciate. I don't, I don't that. know when this is gonna air, but on the tenth of December, we're doing a big cookout for the veterans. It's called Next Vets. If you're a veteran. Uh, look them up. Even if it's after the tenth, it don't matter. If you're a veteran looking for a job, look up netvet.com, Next Vet Ops. And uh, they, they, it's all about veterans. If you have a right. business and you want to hire people and you want to look through the, the veteran pool in your area, and so we're doing a big cookout for them and trying to that's, help the vets get jobs, get back on their feet. That's so that, awesome. And that's the you know, thing I hit, you know, because it's coming up close. But, right, right. Man, right. it's nothing better doing like hurricane relief or tornado oh, stuff. Sure. And just going out there. And, you know, some people, you got to watch. Some people get antsy. Like, as soon as the, the hurricane is, why are you not there? Wait, I know, what I, I know how to deal a hurricane, dude. Right, yeah. You're going to be a problem if I go the next day. Give it a week or two. Let's go down there and really help the people that really need it, right, not the fly right. by night, you know. Because you, know. you got the people that sit back, right? you know, and that's the, that's the people that really need it the most because they don't want to lose what they have. That's right. And then if they do lose what they have, they got nothing. Where are they going to go? You know what I mean? Right. The state ain't going to help them. Yeah. And you can only get, get so much through FEMA, so. Yeah. Oh. Like, so one of my biggest questions, like back to earlier, you were talking mm-hmm. about your season and going back to your grandpa. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, you haven't changed anything. Did you change something or? So nowadays, that there's different things they're doing with the season and from the, the early '80s and all right. stuff they can do with research and all. And uh, you know, uh, we, we're taking in lemon and lime juice 
juice, straight juice, drying it, putting it back in the season as a powder. And that's, that's uh, you know, I've done my research. There's not many Cajun seasons out there that's doing that. And we're doing some other things that, that he would do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, adding this and that, and finally brought it together till we got it right. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't know, because, you know, I said this all happened, you know, by accident. I didn't know how long it took to, to, to get a recipe or get a seasoning or get a sauce, come up with an idea and get it right to where you can manufacture it at, you know, 30,000 cases of bottles at a time. It's different than making it in your kitchen. It'll right. never yeah, you be, ain't cooking seven gallons. <laughs> yeah, it'll never be the same in just tasting and doing it, FDA, going back. We, I, I forgot about four products I've been working on for over a year that I still can't put out yet because it's not, A, it's not to my liking. You know, that's the main thing is, yeah, yeah I give them a sample. I love it. But when they make 30,000 bottles of it, that's like, what you changed? Well, right. you making it in mass and, or, or we don't like messing with mayonnaise and all that stuff. So it's been a, uh, it's been a wild ride, and it's, it's it's definitely getting better and better. And we we striving to do better, and we got a lot of stuff coming next year. So, like, it, I finally got to try your seasoning. Uh, one of our buddies had it, and uh, I'm, I just tried it. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's good. You got to get me some of that. Okay, yeah, I get, it, I get, it, I get it. Which we always work in opposite jobs. Whatever, cool. Dude, you know where I finally found it? Where at? St. Paul, Minnesota. Huh? In Walmart, yep. I was walking through there, and I said, shit. Gotta get it. I grabbed yeah. two jugs up just in case I liked it, and I loved it. And I wound up finding more the other day, and I bought two more because I used the hell out of it. that shit to Missouri because they ain't got no, no. damn season. Arkansas ain't got it either. But <laughs> and I think that's the funniest thing is when I meet when I meet people. You know, you got a, a following, so people just think you're gonna put out just some trashy shit to make money. You know, right? And you know, and I love the comments like, "Dude, I I knew it was a gimmick. I bought a can. Holy shit, you did your homework. <laughs> this is actually good." And right. it's like four times the low sodium than my regular season. And, oh, I can't believe this. I just thought you were going to put some salted shit out there to make right. money, and you right. didn't. I'm like, nah. No, that's what I'm I was, a little different, that cat. So. And, look, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try anything. Right. And Definitely. that's what I said. Hell, I'm going to try it. Right. <laughs> it was several of us there from between here and Macomb area. They was like, holy shit, this is good. I was like, dude, we cook with it every morning. We went through two cans Yeah. in the two months we was up there. I was like, we got to find some more. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it's so. good. It's legit. It's it's very good. It's it's not like he said. A lot of people think, oh, well, just because it's Dale Cracker, right. he's it's putting some out right. where people are gonna yeah. buy it, and it's gonna last a couple days or a couple years, and everybody's no re- gonna be like, this shit's terrible. It ain't that way. No, that shit. You're not gonna get no return customers. No, like that. you're not. We, yeah. we did our homework. We did our research on it, and we knew what I wanted out of it. And uh, like we didn't recreate the wheel. It ain't this magical stuff that Jack right. put on his bean stuff. Right, right. If you can't cook, you can't cook. Period. Yeah, period. But no matter it, what you put it on, yeah, I can make dog shit wrapped in bacon and cream cheese. It's got to be the white shit though. You gotta let it go <laughs> for a long time. Get dry. <laughs> that petrified turkey. Gotta, gotta let that bacon tighten up a look little like bit. Let that cream cheese just drop like that old cigar in the yard. Put that jalapeno pepper on that, babe. It's got yeah, to get that so. fire. That Cajun yeah. fire. Yeah. Get some kick. Yeah, we just we just did that last night, dear bombs. Yeah. We cooked a shitload. Oh, yeah. Y'all sent them to me, and I'm trying to drive back from Crop Springs. <laughs> it is what it is. You need a beer? Yeah, oh, we good. All right, go ahead. No, we better go into deer. Yeah. Now, deer we was just bullshitting right at the kill end. Kill some shit. We was talking about seasoning and bullshit. Yeah. Now, we finished with that. And many people know, like, from the beginning, Stale Cracker, hey, hell of a guy, does a lot of great shit. But the guy's a deer hunter. At the end of the day, he kills, cleans, and cooks what you eat for a living, pretty much. That's it, man. Not everything. Because uh, I seen your ass shopping at one Dixie. Well, you got to you, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta get your uh, Holy Trinity somewhere, man. I mean, you got to. <laughs> hey, I don't have a greenhouse. 
So you do Holy Trinity? You don't do season blend? Oh, no, no. I cut it all up myself. Hit it with the garlic, the Pope, you know? Yeah. You it's got, all fresh and better. Like you you got to you know? hit it. You yeah. got to hit it. Yep. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, deer hunting's a passion to me. And, and, and you know what I'm saying, growing up with my papa and my daddy. And that's just something we did. We did the duck hunting. We had camps in Cloverly, Louisiana, out there in La Rose. And saltwater intrusion. Uh, my daddy did uh, uh, train the labs, you know, the duck dogs. And we had all that. And, and you know, I remember one day we were sitting in the blind, cold. And uh, we got we got one pool dew, uh, dogree and a and a teal in there freezing. He said, "Wouldn't you rather be deer hunting?" You like that pool dew? I eat them all. I can cook Shit, them all. I like them in a in, oh. in a uh, gumbo. Or oh, them give us or something, dude. What? Oh, that's a lot that's of people. That's that's trash bears. You take you can go sky uh, sky blasting <laughs> mallards. I'm gonna get them pool dew. I promise you. <laughs> hey, that. we got some in Venice last weekend. <laughs> oh, I eat them, man. They good. Oh, I, nice. I eat the whole bird. A lot of people throw them away, but I eat the whole bird. You know, after that, we got out of it, and, uh, you know, we, we my dad joined a little lease up in St. Francisville, something small, and then what a deal to walk to a stand in tennis shoes. That was out. That was crazy. Yeah. Never heard of it. Normally, you know, rubber boots. Oh, yeah. Tennis shoes, I mean, anything. I mean, yeah. so, and once that, we were hooked. You know, me and dad were hooked. We, we joined a, a bigger club up there. And we With them uh, New Balance, huh? No, I don't wear that. <laughs> yeah, they're Cajun New Balance. I was, I was rocking Cajun Reeboks. Yeah. Crocs with no socks, man. <laughs> That's what it's all about. So, before we get too deep, we're just not starting off because we had to go through the beginning, you know, shooting the shit a little bit, you know, get the good vibe. We got a good vibe going. So, tell us who got you into hunting. Yeah, it's, it's definitely my dad, my grandpa. Uh, matter of fact, I live next door to my grandpa, and uh, my dad would take me a lot. But my grandpa was a county agent, and so days I wasn't in school. I was in the truck with him. We were riding <laughs> around, checking everybody's goats and sheep and chickens and all. And then, like I said, on the weekends, he was a camp chef. And, uh, you know, we had steak night on Thursday, and we did afternoon hunts in the swamp. And, uh, you know, just got addicted to it, and it just grew. And then, you know, a big thing is, and I talked about it earlier, is the well-rounding of hunting is did the public land and me and daddy were i call us managed land uh management land weekend warriors we would find out the opening weekends of all these management area you know thistleway you know uh you know uh up to tensaw and we would jump from weekend to weekend you know do a right. little scouting jump up in the tree and then move on and move on right and then now to santa hallow Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I've never been to Sandy Hollow. I know where it's at, but anyway, I got them squirrels over there. Be careful. <laughs> but anyway, so uh you know, it's just it's just you know, just the the I can relate to a lot of because not saying I mean, I think it's a it, I think I'm blessed to be able to start off in the swamp, go to management area, public land. Then you know, we did twelve years of uh of public land in Illinois, you know, just just hunting people pretty much getting away from people and learning, right. learning all that from scratch. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Doing the dog to still hunting and, you know, and so I feel I'm a, a, well, I'm not saying I did it all and I'm not bragging, but I think I'm pretty well rounded, you know, cause some people could say, yeah, I ain't never sat on a cypress tree all day. It nah. couldn't move eating pot and meat and crackers. Right. And look at them dogs are still running and it's one o'clock. You ain't coming out that swamp. You ain't going to, you can't go nowhere and they're going to pick you up when they are ready, you know? So running deer dogs in a swamp is a lot different than running them on on terrain, you know. I mean, yeah, good solid and, terrain. Yeah, and I know a couple guys down there in Marlboro that run them. Hey, and they kill some hella deer. Yep, it's swamp dumb. bucks. Swamp bucks, and uh, and they got chocolate horns like Saskatchewan. It's crazy. They really not why, but they mass on them like a beer can. 
And so you sit out there in that swamp and you look and there's nothing but water. And if and sometimes, you know, when you know, I got old enough to drive dogs and walk, you know, with waders or hip boots, you'll see these deer up on trees that are leaned over. They might be ten foot out the water. They'll climb up and lay up on a treetop and they're ten foot off the water. And all of a sudden they you see them jump off and the race is on, you know. <laughs> and you would think, where does a deer live out there? But they live on the treetops and you know they and at night they move towards the cane fields and right. feed on the levees. And then they move the deeper in the swamp as the hunting season goes. I got gotcha. you. So you're talking about that, but my uncle asked me to come down there and hunt right behind Sunbuns in Manshack. I was like, what you mean? Behind where, there? He's like, where to hunt we're going like to run that? dogs back there. And we're mm-hmm. going to turn in for four corners. And I was like, holy sh! Ain't no way we do. I sat on the back of the camp right beside Sunbuns. I got up on the roof and sat there and do the deer I saw. Yeah, they got I was some, like, "Holy shit!" They got like, some deer down there. I mean, where'd they get their fins? You know, from from, from you know, outsiders <laughs> looking in. You know, like and, and sometimes their hooves will be bigger, like, curved up. Yeah, too. curved up. They're way from bigger that water. Feet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, I went down there. I hunted probably three years ago. A uh, hunter with a guy dropped me off. Hey, I seen a seen a nice little buck. I mean, I wasn't gonna shoot him. You don't even look for the deer. All you do is listen. For the water. Mm-hmm. Sounds like raindrops. Yeah. Bloop, 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 bloop. That's it. Yeah. So, you know, I always wanted to hunt Joyce. Like, that's one place because they kill some studs yeah. in that place. Right. I mean, oh, and I'm, Joyce? I bought that boat that we was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I bought that boat strictly for that because I lived in Madisonville at the time. Right. I was like, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I moved to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of hard to ride that mud boat in the mountains. That's it, dude. That's it. <laughs> that hard rock don't get you nowhere. Huh? No. No, that, that's Big Donald. We got another security guard. Oh, oh Big yeah. Donald, that's my personal oak tree that Turkey hunts with me. I just let him walk behind. That's it. a yeah. hell of a security guard right here, son. That's something yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I I think uh, like Joyce and all Marpaul and all, all them places, them them guys kill. They put in a lot of work. Yeah, but they kill some hella deer down there. And you know, local people like Ponchatoula, Tanchpo Pear. You know, they ain't fucking with them boys down there. So moving up to Kentwood. I uh, met some of these old timers that hunted and uh, back in the day. And uh, that's what a deer were. There wasn't right. no deer in Kentwood. Everybody went down to the swamp, Maripa, and they hunted down there and they killed some good deer. And uh, there was a sighting in Kentwood in the, I guess in the sixties and the seventies. It was very rare. And uh, you know, cause I talk deer hunting everywhere I go and you meet yeah. these old times. Like it's crazy how it changed, you know? Yeah. You know, we talk, we talk to a lot of people from uh, different parts of the country and, they say all the time, like even back in Missouri, back in uh, uh, I he think said the fifties. No, the fifties is when they That's reintroduced here in Missouri. Yeah, uh-huh. and now look at it. Yeah, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. What would you say? <laughs> Don't give them that bullshit. It depends what kind of fish you want. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So you know, some perch. You know, and then you you respect the people up there when you go and and you know they pass and these good deer. Man, I would have whacked that thing. But then you realize after hunting there a few times, like yeah. You ain't never going to kill that 170, 180. Nah. And it, it, you got to know what you're looking at. You know, sometimes the eight-pointer is going to be an eight-pointer. You know, you, you, he's never going to be a 170, right. 80-inch 80, 80 deer. But to shoot that young 10, 12-point, scores 150, man, we all going to mount that. Right. What well, was he going to be? I got one question like for said, you. But like we said, if your property produces 130s, you're always going to have 130s. So set That's your it. standards to a 130. I'm going to put okay. it to you. I got a good no, comment no. about that. You want to catch a 10-pound bass, you going to catch an intangible river? 
Are you going to go to Toledo Bend? Where are you going to catch him I'm at? Toledo, Toledo, Toledo Bend. Bend. There I mean, you go. Period. So right. it is. You got to so go you gotta, where you got to go. You got to shoot with your property. Yeah. You ain't going to kill a 150 if he don't exist on your right. property. Exactly. So let me ask you this. Your very first time in the Midwest, right? Yep. What were you thinking you were going to shoot? I was more about what I was going to see than when I, I truly thought I would sit there. And uh, I think the first time in the Midwest was, uh, it was like Northern Missouri. And uh, I thought I, I thought it'd be 30, 40, 50 deer just running over at all times. And I could have went with a seven mag and not even killed a buck. And I went through some bad two, three years with outfitters that I think they were really giving us the poop shoot, you know. And I, and I told my dad, I said, let's go hunt public land. I've heard of these good encounters. And, you know, you hunt public land and, and you, you know, you pay your money like everybody else. And you, it's no pressure. You don't pay four, $5,000. You feel like, and all your friends know you what you like pay. You feel like you got fucked. You feel like, and all your friends know what you pay and you come home with nothing. What the, what's right. up, dude? What's up, bro? You, you go the, all the miles. That's it. And then you go to public land. Hey, you kill a small eight and you say, I killed on public land. Ain't nobody saying shit. Ain't nobody shit. saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, dude. Right. So we went through that era and, uh, you know, just starting learning and moving around and, and getting to know people. They're good people up in the north. Oh, you know? man. man. They, they live so 1930s and 40s up yeah. there and just genuine souls, you know. Right, I mean, right. way, smile, you know. Yeah. I love it because yeah. it's, it's not they ain't as, blowing the it's horn not as high speed the as it is sign. in Louisiana. Like right. or this just down south period. Like they're they're laid back and they're I mean they're working their ass off. Yeah, they're farming crops. You know whatever farmers period. Right, but they're living twenty years behind and and that's where I like. Pull I, up I, in I don't a, like this high speed life. Pull up in a community population of twenty seven people. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, is it really twenty seven or is it ten? Right. Hey, look everybody those, those twenty seven people want you there, but the other hunters don't. Right, <laughs> that's it. They but, want your uh, money. Those other white Louisiana tags don't want you there. <laughs> nah, so, that, that's a whole other. Win, that ain't win, no doubt. So, yeah. I know you're all over the place doing different stuff in communities. And, like, how in the hell do you find time to hunt? Is Stale Cracker a seasonal thing? Like, no, you, like, so we try to, we try to, like, you know, we'll, we'll build up a few videos in case we go, you know, to Midwest for a week. But I, I went up there and I, you know, I met people and talked to people and I went to a couple of events and, uh, you know, and do some cooking up there with, you know, with the right. locals. And, hey, I'm, I, you see my last video, I'm up in Illinois, I'm tagged out, yeah. you know, I'm cooking for everybody now. Come on, eat. And so, it, I mean, it's it's not. Hammer. That's it. I know. My daddy <laughs> killed a hammer. I ain't oh, Lord. That's a monster. I put it. Hey, man, seventy. my dad's 72 years old. Been hunting all his life uh, hard. And a conventional bow put him right on. He killed a 170-something inch deer, man. So congrats to him. And it was, That's hard it, to beat, son. It'd Damn. Be, it'd be hard to top. But anyway, so, you know, it, it's not seasonal. You, know, you come back home for a few days. And but you, I didn't and know, you get, like, if, like, March through, you know, through the rest of the year. Yeah. Was probably pretty busy for you because of crawfish, crawfish and stuff season. like that. That's when, yeah. and uh, I figured like once you got down to like November, December, and stuff like that, right? Shit kind of settles down a little bit. Very you know? selective. Very selective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You you've got to. So, yeah. so you've got to have your. So own you got time. your planner over here. Yeah. yeah. Very selective. Uh, you know, and and your crawfish season is the big time. But you know, you find time to still, like I said, on the tenth, we're doing a charity event. Uh, I call it charity, but we're doing it for the veterans and we're cooking for that. And then we got some other stuff coming up. And uh, yeah, you make time for that. I mean, right? It, it, that stuff you make time for. Yeah, you got to. You yes. know, oh, you, you got to. For you don't sure. want to be stagnant. You know, you don't be greedy. And you know, I've killed a few deer this year, and I'm gonna hunt when I can. And if the good Lord bless me with another buck, I'm happy with it. And now we roll on. So, so, so tell me a little bit about the buck in Illinois. I mean, oh, man. Oh, you want to 
I can't oh, you want to talk I, about your I, daddies I, I first? Can, no, I can say I, I got I got uh, a good invite <laughs> to go with uh, Greg Ritz with Hunt Masters TV. Uh, it's my first time being on like a true, I call it a TV show. Right. It, it's hunting, but I mean, like it's a good. It was a good time, good experience. Really, re- at, at land right outside of, outside of Pike County. But the dude was set up, man. I mean, he does it. He does it for a living. It was a really good thing. That the episode will be coming out next year on Hunt Masters TV. Killed a real nice buck, uh, working a scrape. And then, uh, so I took my dad the uh, week after the Illinois system land. We got, you know, the lease and uh, been having a picture of this giant, you know, big 12 point and uh, put him right in on it. Got the right win over a scrape. Deer came in. Old Pops put the one, two barbecue on him. Nice. And that was it. <laughs> Hell <laughs> the party of a deer. started, man. It's a great deer. Uh, and then, uh, so we came back home. Like I said, we did some stuff, went back up for the shotgun and, we wanted to take a few does, few management bucks. I killed a nice eight. He killed a nice eight. And, uh, you know, we just, you know, hopefully there's some properties we could keep keep going. Right. We, we passed on some good tens, uh, you know, some, you know. Trying to make it better than what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. And, yeah. and the landowners appreciate it. They know what's out there. Oh, yeah. You know, right. I fuck a boo in them. Right. They live but you're out not there. going up there and blowing their land up, right. trashing it, and right. you, you're killing good you know, deer. And I'm, I'm going to touch on this real quick, and then we'll move on. You know, go hunting these public lands up there and going sleeping at these hotels and hanging out with people. I understand why people hate people from Louisiana sometimes. Oh my God! Yeah, you know it. You see it, and I'm gonna just leave it at that. Is <laughs> and and when when they pull up and they see our license plate and they all oh, these damn coon asses and you know you gotta th- you gotta you gotta think about it on the other foot. You know what if you were born and raised in South Louisiana and every time you went to the public land duck hunting all your life, all your life, you and your daddy out there killing the teal and pouring a sham, doing whatever you're doing. And then the day you pulled up and there's 40 trucks from Illinois in your duck blind. Right. You're going to be a mad son bitch too, wouldn't you? For sure. You got to put the shoe on the other foot. We're not up there all year and all of a sudden for the rut, 5,000 Louisiana license plates show up. You got to say, man, it'd be pissed off too if it was the other foot around. So you got to just think I'm taking this drive and that's hunting, you know? Right. I'm with you, dude. Look, I was in Missouri for... 15 days. I've seen more Louisiana fucking license plates than I ever seen in my whole life. You were hating them. No, I'm not hating them because look, I know. He, he probably you know him. what I tell yeah. everybody? I don't hunt public land. Right. I will if I got to. Right. But if you hunt public land and you tell the next person that you're hunting that public land, right. guess they, what? They coming too. They yeah. coming. And guess what? The following year is going to happen. Their buddies is coming too. So it's like a chain reaction. Right. So, hey, guess what? You you can tell all your friends about your public land and where you hunt at, which is fine with me. I right. don't give a shit. Right. But at the end of the day, when all your buddies is buddies and buddies right. is buddies, is that your public land and you can't find a spot? Right. Don't come bitching to me because yeah. I want to hear it. Look, mark my word on this, and I've seen it in social media days, and I'm not knocking nobody, and we can go back to – Swamp people, we can go back to these people. Right. That, the hog, the hog with dogs, and we go back with hunting the public. You know, so hunting the public came out. Great show, watch it. Badass show, Love it's it. awesome. But I think it, I think it shows that how easy it is on public land. And every Especially year, Especially when Zach does it, oh yeah. <laughs> so and it's just like this it's hog, like with, a ninja. You know, y'all seen it in this area? You know, they, <laughs> the hog with dogs come out. Everybody, everybody, Kentwood, Rose, and all. Everybody had a truck full of dogs and going catch hogs. Try to find one now. You got three people left. You right. see what I'm saying? It's a fat. Right. And it I know goes one. Away. It yeah. goes Some away. It covers all the ground. I know. I know. But you know what I'm saying? So 
it, it's it, it's social media driven a lot of it, and you get out there and and, and you got a bunch of cool yarns from the city. And like it these, does. these people are out there mind. Hey, you see, like Friday, you just, think about it, Friday evening or Thursday evening, because most people are plant workers, or I say plant workers, but they work forty hours a week, right. and most of it's Monday through fr- Thursday. Friday, you get on this interstate fifty five. They going to Mississippi. At, headed north. Headed north. They try to look at that side size loaded. Uh, weekend down, warriors. So. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not knocking nobody for being a week. People got to work. That's it. I, I, I understand that. But like we was talking about, back to Sharky, you know, hey, he puts his time and his effort in. And it, it, Your Lord blessed him. Yes. I wish, I wish, he, I wish him. he would do every hunt. It like won't that. happen again. It ain't going to happen like that. Hoss. Maybe oh, uh, ma- not Hoss. Louisiana. Hoss, I'm telling you, I got a big one in my sock. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Sharky. We I know, do love I you, I do got a 16-foot Christmas tree. I saw him trying to put it up. He's four foot nine. <laughs> yeah. I think the tree is really seven foot. It just looked 14 foot. <laughs> Can't see over the fucking tailgate. <laughs> no. I wonder how he loaded that deer in the back of that truck. Mm-hmm. Somebody helped him. He had to have a winch. Oh, right? he would get the entourage. I know he had about 40 people on there. Well, he had them two young boys with him. <laughs> oh, man. We give him hell. Yeah, but... he got you. He loves it. So, when you go, so, do you ever feel like you hunt hard down here like you would in the Midwest? Definitely harder down here. And and I think the reason I am successful down here is I don't think I'm good at hunting. I think I just hunt a lot. Go. I think if you hunt it every It makes I, your odds better. I'm going to tell you what. If you hunted every afternoon in the A-Meat Walmart parking lot, every afternoon of the season, you're probably going to kill a deer. You gonna Think s- about it. Oh, for you're sure. Right. So if you go, and not that you're a good hunter, you just go, go, go. And I'm not telling people to do that. That's not making you a good hunter. Mm-hmm. But if you have the time to go every afternoon or every morning, you're going to kill a deer. Eventually, I don't care where you're at. Something's going to Something's going to come out. Because you're learning from every single hunt. Well, not right. necessarily that, but you're going to see a deer slipping. I think, I think three years ago, I killed one deer in Louisiana Two bucks in Mississippi, and somebody, oh man, you just lucky. And they were good deer. I figured out I put six hundred hours in for each deer. Holy shit! Yeah, because you know I, I was, I was, you know, I had time in the afternoons to go, and then took time off and to, all day, all day, all day, all day, all day. And I didn't kill him because I was good. Right. I killed him because I hunted the shit, shit out of him. Rather be lucky than good any day. Oh, that's that's it, man. That's what I told I them no two guy. sitting yeah. here the other night. I'd rather be lucky than good. Hey, but any how, day. how many people kill three good deer that year that only hunted five times? No. See what I'm saying? No. They're, they're, Some no, people have. No, people have. Some I mean, people have. Yeah, that's, uh, a lot that of is, times it's their first hunt. What, Dustin? You, you know, it's some this. easy shit. So they like they go out there, they kill a stud, and they're like, yeah. damn, yeah. this You think about it, easy. that girl's first deer up there in Missouri. 20 points. 20 points. 100 With a broke G3. That was probably 12 Jesus. inches long. He was 186. Mm. So just imagine how her big first he was. Deer. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's done for her. It's done. It's over with. Right. Her standards are set. It's over with. Nothing. Right. Like me and Dirty said, I would have woke her ass up. Oh, yeah, I would have woke her up with that 270 <laughs> short mag. I promise you I would have woke her up. I wouldn't have been Come tapping on, on the shoulder to say, look, you want to shoot this up, bitch. They said I she was sleeping in the, in the floor of the blind. If it's not, like she better be putting shit. out. That's all I can tell her. Hey, there's a big dude just stepped out. Something was going on. There's a trade somewhere. Yeah, she better yeah, be putting trade. out. That's all I can say. Yeah, somebody was a... Uh, <laughs> I better not have to ask for a piece of pizza. <laughs> 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 somebody had some good willpower. Oh, right. ain't no doubt. Right. Yeah, uh, I've been waking her up for a little dough. Hey, fresh, <laughs> fresh meat right there. Yeah. Nah, but yeah. I mean, for my first year, I, I mean, I grew up shooting spy. I'm the spike king of... Oh, St. Helena Parish, there I you promise go. you. Yeah. I done killed more spikes. I can't even count hey, them. You know what got me hooked? 
We we used to line them up on Tickfall River Bridge and, and on Highway Ten, so all the way down that son bitch. We just shoot the hell out. I of remember them. it. So I, going back to his, we don't give people a don't shit. like the squirrels, but I was squirrel hunting. Not twelve years old by my damn self, squirrel hunting. That's back when you could do that without getting right. in trouble. That gum dope about runs over me. Oh, 16 gauge single shot. Whoop. Thumped her ass right there. I said, I'm hooked on deer hunting. For, forget these squirrels. And, uh, yep. and that was a wrap. And I've been hooked on it. And I taught myself to hunt. And I love public land. That's what I like because yeah. it's the challenge to me. Definitely. Hell of Definitely. a challenge. So if you could hunt one state, what state would it be and why? Uh, you know, I just... Is there some states that you've never been you want to try? I've been to uh, Kentucky, Oklahoma, Missouri, uh, Illinois, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas. You know, and, and Illinois is good to me, man. And going back, you know, they support me when I go up there, man. They they find out I'm coming, and I, <coughs> I pass by a random ballroom in a town. They're like, stale crackers in town. Like, holy shit, how did they? Well, my buddy told me, I put it out there, I hope you come drink a beer. They just, <laughs> I don't, hey, when we launched the season, and uh, Illinois was the top, for the first couple of weeks, was the top selling. Dang. And they just love me up there. You know, I go up there and it's good people and I support their their towns and their small businesses and go up there and just have a good time. So it'll definitely be Illinois and not I'm just partial to that. That's why Right. That's why I started on the public land and after we did a bunch of those guided stuff or those paid hunts or whatever you want to call it and uh it just got hooked there and it's just it's where, it's where I'm gonna be at, you know. Right. I love that place. I love the Midwest. Yeah, it's a it's special, like it. special, special. Ain't it funny how, like, you go to the Midwest and you sitting there and the only person you see is UPS? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> come on, dude. I, uh, 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 or how uh, many miles did we drive between, oh. like, you know, just lunchtime, just driving? How many hours did we drive and yeah, miles I don't know. did we yeah. drive without seeing a vehicle? Me and my, buddy, <clears throat> me and my buddy went to uh, south of, uh, what's that place? Home of sliced bread. That's mm. where sliced bread come from. It's where it all started. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> we get on the road over there. 30 miles later, we still on the same road. Jeez. Like, never hit blacktop, ever. Not one time. I was like, it got to be a crossing somewhere. In a circle. Blacktop. <laughs> well, you know, like, all the Midwest is pretty much like either square one by ones or two by two or right. three by three That's square blocks. Road special. And uh, I'm like, dude, we got, to, we got to reach a road somewhere. Me and Chris Davis. And... Never yep. hit a road. I was like, dude, you're going to have to find somewhere to turn this bitch around. Go back no service way, on your phone. Whatever. Where's the well, gas station coming My phone broke. <laughs> we had a, fuel, we had a full, uh, full tank of fuel, <laughs> so we was good. So, I mean, I know you're a big deer hunter. Is deer hunting your favorite pastime, as far as sport of hunting? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, the, the alligator hunting we do in September, it's more of a job because it's, it's work. That's man. work. It's, it looks like work. Man, it's work, man. And we, we're not, we're not big enough to, to better just go throw on the alligators off at some slaughterhouse or whatever they right. do. We kill them. We bring them back. We skin them and, uh, we debone the meat and we all sell it separately. That's the way you know, nowadays, you know, back when we started, we were getting hundred, two hundred dollars a foot. Now we're getting $10 a foot. Because everybody, like you said, it, well, no, and and I'm not knocking nothing, but it, then it came to the uh, the the farming, the farmers of alligators would hurt the right. wild business, you know, because right. their hides are perfect, you know, they're not out there fighting, they get the right size, knock them out. Hey, it, it, it's life, you know. Right. It's like the the iPhone. iPhone put watches out of business. Who got a watch now? Let me see in this room. 
one watch out the whole place. One watch, baby. Ten, you know, 15 years watches, ago, baby. everybody had watches. It, just, it is what it is, and you got to grow with the times. Right. And it, it, it hurt the wild business. and But we still do it. We still enjoy it. We're going to fill out tags and have fun doing it, you know. Yeah, and then, you know, it, it we definitely moving. looks like a hell of a time. Yeah. Then we do the, you know, I do the uh, turtle hunting uh, a certain time of year. <laughs> you a brave son of a bitch. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Man. What's going to happen that one day that hey. some bitch is facing this way? Huh? What's going to happen when that sun's facing this I'm way? I'm going to point at you with my elbow. I guess. <laughs> it happens, man. Hey, matter of fact, I'm going in March up in Arkansas. They This dude bought a, a place that they didn't know it was a, a, a snapping turtle-like research center. And all of a sudden, he found out what it is, and I'm going to go help him relocate like over 200 snapping turtles. Some over 100 pounds, man. I'm Damn. excited. So bro. you coming to my neck of the woods. Yeah, we're gonna, boys. Yeah, we're going to drain we're gonna drain the pond, and we're going to relocate them. It's gonna be a good deal, but anyway, yeah. So, so that you know, I do that, and, and you then, ain't getting the invite, dirty. Don't no, worry I might about not it. get it. I might. I can if I get an invite, I'm gonna stand up on the bank and watch. <laughs> the dude said that there <laughs> will be him, no. He, throw him he a be beer. the cameraman <laughs> for yeah. y'all. I'll throw him a beer. He said there will be no turtle sauce pecans. I was like, well, I still come. <laughs> oh, no. I can hear dirty while we wait. wait I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be hydrating over there on the side. I promise you. <laughs> do a little turkey hunting, you know. You got uh, him, buddy. Yeah, and then other than that, you know, a little duck and uh, stuff like that, and. Uh, then move into fishing and, you know, kind of crawfish season. Yeah, you just, you don't, just so bomb. the good thing I like about, like, watching your stuff and you don't just do one thing. Right. You do a little bit of everything, kind of like we do. Yeah. Well, but we, we talk about more deer hunting. That's it. And and what I like about the opportunity I'm in, like, the other day I went oyster fishing. Dude, I, Empire? I, uh, I, yeah, I just saw a pulled sulfur. Mm-hmm. Went out there. That's work, dude. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's work. Hey, you know why them marshes cost so much? It's like dumbbells. That work. Yeah, that's work. Hey, we died there for two hours to do so. I said, I'm, I said, I got no video, dude. We head back to the launch, yeah. bro. I, I got brought, two sacks. Drop me off. I'll uh, swim back. Bro. Should have run over off from some batalis. You know, <laughs> Could have shucked them for you. Hey. I grew up in down south. I didn't know how that worked. Right. I didn't know how that they attached the rocks. Shit. I didn't know they had to beat the rocks off of each one. You know what I mean? I was, I was out like, there with all them poles. Yeah, and hitting with the hammers and how all that. How the hell you know which poles which? Can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we put that translucent spray paint on the wall. That's though. right. That's how you know. <laughs> it's just under the yeah. water. Huh? And, and, you know, and another thing the amazing, stuff we take for granted that we do, like if you see some of my videos where we catfishing with the propane tanks or the uh, or the, uh, the air, whatever they call the air conditioner tanks. I don't know what they call that. Tell me. The Freon? Freon, Freon tanks, yeah. yeah. You were uh, catfishing with that. I forget that. R22. Oh, yeah. yeah cut them holes, dude. I, I say now, I was like, I want to know how the hell he sits there and pulls all them son of a bitch up. Right. That's heavy. Yeah. But that don't work on Maripal. It's something to do with the current in the bottom. It don't work. Dude, it's Mar-Paul, only something leaks that it does work Maripal's rough, son. Yeah. It's I rough. think it's the current or something. See, I think it's before, too fast. I don't. I think it's too much current, and them, them cans move on the bottom, and the catfish don't feel comfortable Getting in it, it, and it right. moves them. I feel like it rolls them, and, and it, they can't get in the slip. Do you? They feel don't. It? I feel. I feel that it moves the cans, and they don't feel comfortable to lay the eggs there, and they move, and they go get in a stump right. or something that's stationary. Right. Yeah. Right. The lake we fish them in. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, the lake. If you got a lake that doesn't have much current about, I think you could do it just during right. the spawn season. Yeah, my paws fucking. It's, it's a, a struggle. The fishing is terrible. <laughs> it it's used to terrible. Be, it, it used to be, to be good. I remember. It used to be good. Talk about awful. where we was hunting off the back of the camp down there. I mean, we grew up. Well, we'd on have that our place. that boat sticking that far out the water, yeah. loaded down with blues. Yeah, and it's like now you, you just don't ask Brian Manino. Crabs, <laughs> the, <laughs> nothing. The crab fishing went to shit. Yeah. I mean. I don't know if it's a sudden change of salt fresh, salt fresh all the time. The it's got thing. them all jacked it, up. And then you got the bull sharks moved well, in yeah. hard. When you get yeah. that west wind coming in off the Gulf, 
Yeah. It, 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 it's going to fit up a little bit. But yeah. then you, I, I think a lot of it's got to do with temperature mm-hmm. now, too. It, you're not getting those cold temperatures all the time. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Slidell, I really don't know. I mean, look at Slidell. I can go over there and tear the trout's ass up. That's it. I can go over there and tear the redfish's ass up. And only certain times of the year, every so many five years, I can catch redfish at the mouth yep. of South Pass. Very By the power yep. line. Yep. You know, uh, rarely. Which I don't know if that's maybe because it's coming into the Tickfall River. And the, and the tick file is pushing out too far. Right. And that it may is. have something to do with it. I'm not sure. But, no. oh. I'm not no fishologist. I just know mm. it ain't. I don't give a I damn. I know what you don't <laughs> do. If I you tell see you one thing. storm clouds rolling in, you don't have your ass on man shack. I just come from. I have learned that from the hard lesson. Uh, me and you both. I just come from Venice, Louisiana, catching 750 fish. I don't want to see another fish until like 2024. Like, <laughs> fuck a fish. Like, y'all do it every year. Yeah. So, like, we do next it every December, year. You'll be right back. We so call so over 600 speckled trout. Yeah. I mean, like, come yeah. on now. Speckled trout is the shit. Yeah. I mean, the best meat in, so, in so the water. So, basically, water. what you're saying. No, no, no. Come no, on now. No, no. no. It, ain't, it ain't white perch. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. AJ? Uh, little Amber Jack, they're pretty good. What? Pretty good. I know how to cook it, baby. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> yeah, you got to cook it then. Yeah. Yeah, you can't yeah, freezing it. I ain't worried about the tuna. I'm gonna go get me a big shoe pick, cook that real fresh. Put that speckled trout. Can we take one more break? We only been on here an hour. Yeah, we good. Still cracker looks like he's gonna cook fish for us. Sounds like that's what that sounds like. Go go thaw them fish out. Yeah, Uh, he gonna cook my fish. (laughs) (laughs) Some trousers trout. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, we've been having a hell of a time, huh? Absolutely. Steph Cracker's only been on here for an hour. I know. And hey, Pierce. Hey, we, we're Pierce, used, why, why, Pierce why, is why not setting a damn so word. Hey, Cracker, what the hell? Because he don't know much about hunting, so he can't really say much. Yeah, oh, he, just, he just goes out there in his flip-flops <laughs> and kills your deer, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, and then he goes home. I absorb all the information. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, when he comes on Hey, Wooder's my boy, though. I can't fuck with him too much. I'm an absorber. Hey. Leave them Broadway girls alone. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, I have bought a mini vehicle from that man right yonder. On the I bought a table. mini beers with him. I don't know about uh, vehicles. Uh, well, that's why you bought a lot. They don't run long. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Pierce. Hey, no, actually, actually, hey, one a week. <laughs> you got to get them jabs, no, you know? Hey, he's the type though. He comes on my porch. He looks at all them deadheads. Yeah, I, I passed all them. You know why he passed? He don't want to skin them or do nothing with them. That's right. Right. When you're yeah. a single man, you can't eat no dick. He's gonna break it to Contreras. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, I'm gonna take a picture of this wall and send it to you. <laughs> What's wrong with it? Come on, I ain't that wrong with it. You skin a lot of deer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people come over, they be dividing the deer by the hey. years old. Be like, you're over the limit. Whoa. Hey, no, whoa. They start from one end of the You're looking too hard. Yeah. You're looking you're too, hard. too hard. Hey, <laughs> they start from one side and go around. I'm thinking, they're probably thinking, okay, <laughs> what's going on? Somebody here? still got blood on the fucking skull. Ain't no doubt. He got the fresh ones up on the bar over there. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, Lord. Gotta put that salt on there and dry the skull out a little bit. You know what I mean? He's letting the marriage dry. He's letting the marriage dry. Oh, man. Pierce wouldn't tell on nobody. Nah. He wouldn't I ain't telling. I ain't telling. No, they there for sure. Come see him. Hey, they're, they're there. What about Bourgeois? You been hunting with him? No. Uh, not really. He's got you think he's a deer hunter? He's a coon ass. I don't know. He can cook. Yeah, he can. He killed a door earlier this year for he sure. He did. He just had a little baby, so we got to leave him alone. He's on the down low. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just had that baby. He uh He upset me tonight, though. 
He was supposed to come? No, he called He called in. He said he saw five doors. And uh-huh. Pierce said, well, you didn't shoot nothing? Oh, I got enough meat. And I said, what? I ain't never heard of that. I ain't never heard of that. I got enough meat. I said, this dude, this baby done changed it. What? He, he yeah. sure did. He sure, that. I didn't say a word. I said, boy, you done lost your cool ass card. You done. <laughs> you out. Shit, we starving down here. We pulling your browning down, Carl. I said, dude, you. exact words. I got enough meat. You you got a fresh baby at the house. You might not to get the hunt again, and you passed a dough. Oh, you Not one, five. Five of them. Five. I mean, Holy I mean that's a plethora. And in Louisiana on top of that. Mm-hmm. Man, yep, yep. I might have to check his ass off. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I had him on a check mark, you know. I might have to check him <laughs> off. Every, hey, ever since he got that new baby, been acting real shady. shady. Real. Hey, he, he might be looking for horns now. I don't know. Yeah, he might be. He might be, but, but his, I still took another one. I, w- I wouldn't let five go. No, nah, I ain't let five go. Nah, if you got no, a mama and a couple of young ones. Not this early right now. Not nah, this early. It's about to get good here in a minute. That's probably no, what he's hey, thinking. We down to about oh, 10 days. Yep. It's about to get good. I don't Teens know. Would it December be in, is going to uh, be the Would it be an 80 today? No. Yeah. That's kind of hard to say. See, well, we're at the rut. Man, we just don't see any bro- any any bucks breeding does till Christmas. If so you look, if it's if it's if cool, you see it. If, if you even see it, if it's cool, but it's eighty right. degrees it's today. So, it's so right. thick up here, you can't even actually watch it like we get to do in the Midwest. So. That's a big and, thing. and that's us. We don't shoot any does after a certain time. With you know the bread, ain't no point shooting. You know, I asked a lot of people from like the Midwest, like the Drews, like Greg Glessinger. Um, I mean, a ton of people like on the podcast. Would you rather shoot does in the early season or in the late season? It don't matter. That, to them, it it does not matter. That second season, a shotgun up there, they feeling it. They gonna feel that freezer, man. Yeah, they busting ass. Right. Now the first opening shotgun, the rut's still going on, and they're really selective. Yeah. And in the second, so I went up there a few times on the second season, and they're like, "Hey, man, we got a bunch of doors. Fill these tags. I'm like, I'm here for a buck. Like, mm, ain't no more bucks, man. You just shoot some doors. Like, so they like, and you they shoot. It don't bro. matter. Yep, they need to fill that freezer. Right and like to me, like I'm going to kill a fucking buck. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Right, and, that, and that's what I ain't looking for the old Saint Leonard. We're Paris not going up either. there. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not going up there to kill what we can kill here. Yeah. So, you do a lot of deer hunting, but do you do turkey hunting too? Yeah, I do a little bit. Not them chicken, not them yard pimps. Y'all, I call them yard hustlers, them turkeys. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, I got a little spot up there on the Bogachita, and they got these sand bars, and. Uh, you hit it the opening weekend, right? It's it's a pretty good hunt, but you know it's it's you got one. You lose a friend over a turkey. Oh, ain't no really? fucking doubt. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about rednecks and turkeys till I moved to Kentwood, and it they they didn't really care about them deer. But a turkey, you let them you let them know you saw a turkey on side the road. They'll call you. Hey, drop me off tomorrow. Where where you saw that turkey? Be like Carl Holyfield. Oh, right. Whoa, what are you, <laughs> hey, about? you don't ever do it. Tell somebody around know. here where you saw turkeys. And, like- and to me, is I could take you turkey hunting on my piece. You kill a turkey, and tomorrow you could probably take me turkey hunting and kill a turkey. But if I take you and you kill a good buck, can you take me tomorrow? No, it's nah. not the same to nah. me. No, you know? But I like same. to go because you could go with you know a friend and talk and call and enjoy the day. You know, and it's, that's the only thing I like about it the most. I yeah. think you can cut. It's kind of like duck hunting. Yeah, it is. It's, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I don't get off, man. But they got I've never people, been duck ooh. hunting, but I, I, I mean, I've seen plenty, plenty videos and shit. But yeah. I mean. We ain't got Tucky enough hunting. money to duck hunt. We can't afford to duck hunt. <laughs> no. It is expensive. Tell the guy that owns the bank. Yeah. Right. No, the banker man. We still can't afford to duck hunt. <laughs> <laughs> it goes a lot into it, you know. And I think about duck hunting is 
if you don't have a dog, it's, I mean, a, it's, it's a missing part of it. You know, yeah. it's a missing part. That's that's probably one of the best well, things because you get to actually watch your dog work, and that's what right. You, and that's what you do on the off season. You play with your dog, you train them, and it, it just it just brings the whole hunt together. And without right. that aspect, and we got to that point. I say the salt water moved in, the grass went away, and the and it just and it just wasn't the same no more. We got out. So you think all these hurricanes that may come through? That's what screwed the ducks up down here in South Louisiana? Uh, it's a lot to do with it, and you know, uh, up Be, north being as salt water. That and and I'll be honest, up north, I'm not going to mention no names, but they, you know, they do they doing they doing the, things to keep the ducks for the their heated ponds. I mean, it is what they you know they doing the right things. Right. I got a good friend in Arkansas. Yeah, prime 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 duck hunting place. Yeah. And uh, they're doing a lot of things that I don't get to see that they're doing down here. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it's one of those things, man. They they, they put in the time and put the effort, and they really put a hurting on us uh, with with the heated ponds and yeah. you know even the flyways. The flyways shifted. It's yeah, going it's west, shifted, man. And and we don't get the cold weather like we used to. And you know February or whatever, it, it comes late. You know. It, it, so you know what I say. Fuck a duck, shoot a buck. <laughs> I, I always said, you know, we hunted before Katrina. We hunted Venice, yeah. duck hunted religiously. Well, I was like, after all that, we we quit hunting. I said, man, I, I would love to get back in duck hunting, but it's so expensive. Yeah, I said, I first that. of all, you got to have a boat, mm-hmm. and you got to have one of these million dollar leases. Yeah, but I got the boat, and I was yeah. like, wait a second, missing a part. I'm missing two major parts: that and the decoys. <laughs> and, it, and then the then the two thousand dollar dog you gotta have and the dog and, and the gun right, right, and right. the gun and the gun oh you gotta have Benelli yeah Supernova Max one thousand one thousand yeah it's and like it's, got that it's, got, it's called that something. dead kill gun you gotta have <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah you know and I think about duck hunting and it's it's an all day affair. It's all, all kill it looks dogs. fun as hell yeah but still it's all by the time you get home clean your shit clean your dogs get up it's two three o'clock in the afternoon you like and you got up at two three o'clock in the morning and then you look at these raggedy Duck breasts. I got a hundred in the freezer. <laughs> what I need four more for? Right, you know what I mean? Right. And you can say the thing about deer hunting too, but I don't know. You go duck hunting. You're you gonna go get to a kill. lot of meat off of a, a buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I don't know. It's 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 tit and tat, you know. I was just about to ask you something. Damn, can't think of it now. Oh, Louisiana. Gotcha. You hunt Louisiana, right? Yep. If there was anything you could change about the policies and you know, of deer hunting. Oh, tell me what would you change to make it better and to make, make people like the average Joe, like us, like dirt, like anybody in this room, you know, see more deer and probably basically it's like managing besides better quality trees, besides cutting all the pine trees first. (laughs) Well, First thing, you know, uh, is you'd have to shorten a season. I mean, we, we, we had these deer. I mean, they nocturnal. They, we got the deer. Just think about this. Where you hunt at Illinois, let me count four, five, six, seven, eight. They might have 10 days of shotgun muzzleload. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying going that extreme, but shorten the season up. And you know, the problem I'm having, and it'll piss a bunch of people off is, Oh, we piss people off all the time. So. Hogs have ruined, ruined yes. all my hunting places. And if you don't think it contributes to the lack of deer, turkeys, you're out oh, your yeah. damn mind. You, right. You, you, and you know, well, well, you need to you need to go in there and trap them. You need to go in there and run dogs. That if, if they if in Texas, 
If they can't fly around helicopters and kill them kill and get rid of them, right. you're never gonna you get ain't going to do nothing here, man. I mean, we got airboats here. Yeah, but you ain't putting an airboat in a, a, a pine ticket. No. You know what I'm saying? What podcast is that we talked about? The same deal. Arkansas don't want you to shoot hogs on public land. They well, introduced them and don't want you crazy? to shoot them. Yeah, don't want you to shoot them. I don't know them. if you knew that. You know, and and I th- I think you could go to extreme measures with hogs, and you're not gonna get rid of all of them. Some people like them. You That's can't. cool. That's cool. You like them. You like them. They destroy your but, land. Yeah, that and it really has hurt the population of deer. So the one thing I do, I would do a couple of years, but you got to think about it. It's all about a dollar. Everything we could do to Revenue. sell one more license. Let's go back to primitive weapon when I was a kid. I had a, you know, muzzleloader. You had to see the primer. You had to load it from the breech. Mm-hmm. Open sights. Bro, I remember the first year they went to no power scope, and we thought we were some snipers. A zero. <laughs> right. You ever shot something with a zero-powered crosshead scope? Similar like a Benjamin oh, BB gun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we thought we were something. Then we went, then you could use the red dot, you know, boy. Right. You know, and then it just, you know, and you, it just, then it's like, well, if we let them put a, a high-powered magnification scope, we get more license. And it just, it turned into, now we got straight wall cartridge. Then we got... Right. You know, 45, 70, uh, 35, 70s with right. whatever. You yeah, 35 want. wheeling is uh, jumping out there to 300 yards. But so, you what's go, the difference? Yeah, you go back and then you introduce the crossbows. Hey, it's, it's, you know, at first I was upset about it and it really, and then you sit back and look at it though. And I, this is what it's about. You know, let's, let's talk real. What's the limit in Louisiana on deal? What is it, five still? What, wait, how many? Two I think bucks? it's two bucks here. Two bucks and three does. So, yeah, area four. So, listen to this. If you, if you're going to, we took away primitive weapon. We took away. Right. Now we got crossbows. Our season is forever. Hey, you got a limit? Take your limit. What's next? Uh, uh, a thermal hunt at midnight? A two-week thermal hunting at midnight? To, you got, hey, if you're going to legalize all this, you got a limit, shoot your limit any way you can. I don't care if it's over a corn pile, out of a helicopter, off the side of the road, because that's what it's getting at, you know? Right. I think if we shorten the season up for a couple years and see, but... Then what happens? Automobile accidents go up. Boom. Insurance right. companies are fired. We need to kill. Then kill, Louisiana's kill, car kill. insurance go up through so, the roof for everybody. You know, and then, you know, and then you got the introduction of the hogs, man. I, I, I you know, it's just, I think it's a, it's a, a lot of things you could do. Uh, but one thing is, it's, it's the hunt, hunt them left, you know, and just, and just shorten the season up for a few to see how it goes. Maybe, maybe even take a few deer away, you know, give you one buck, two doe, two bucks, two does or something. Or You know, like, Sometimes I want to say, like, do the earn a buck program. Mm-hmm. Got to kill a doe to kill a buck. Right, right. It, it, oh, but so in, when I've lived in Louisiana, Hag, they got great deer. Oh, yeah. We just don't get to see them. The potential is there. Why? Because it's so thick. Yeah. Yeah, you go to BASF. I mean, got them. And that ain't even a high fence place. That's local deer, right? Right. Yeah. That proves. To show you, if you leave them alone and do the right thing. Let them do their thing. Let them go. Let them grow. I always say this. If we went to what Illinois and other states have with the short shit, them people from up there. We'll be after, like, hey, let's go down here. After that rut would be over right now, they'd be driving down here to hunt yep, with right. us. It would be a flip-flop. Boom. They, and they wouldn't be so mad at seeing Louisiana tags That's right. up in that That's place. right. So the way I look at it, I've been going to Missouri for a lot of years. And you've been going to Midwest for a lot of years, Dirty. All of us. All of us have. Do you hear any one of them Midwestern guys bitch and complain about how long their gun season is? 
No, I, now that you say it, I don't. They plan their year around those days. Right. Change Louisiana? Oh, yeah. With crime. It'd be the end of the oh, world. Oh, my God. They were sitting at the governor's deer. office Monday morning saying, hey. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, but same thing with Mississippi, yeah. where you can use any caliber if right. you're on private land. Like, right. that's some bullshit. I truly believe that they're like, if we can sell 1,000 more licenses and let them shoot them with grenade launchers, boom, we're going to introduce grenade right, launchers. Right, right. We got 1,000 more right tag, boom, we got the money. You know? <laughs> if it Justin saying we're going to throw some Tannerite. Okay. Yeah, yeah, put some Tannerite, tannerite out there. Out Fuck there. it. I'm <laughs> bad experience with Tannerite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I like, I love Louisiana. I love what we have here. I know they got good deer. I've seen good deer. I've killed decent deer. I've never killed a good deer right. in Louisiana. My wife asks, hallway buck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that tends to happen. Anyway, I know what's here. And, I mean, you look at Sharky. You look at all these people up in Tensaw, all the way up in North Louisiana. We on the southeast region, Pine Thicket, Piney Woods, Briar Patches, Tickfall River, River bottom swamps, we got good deer, but you can't see them. They're here. Oh, the gun season's here. too long. Do you think crossbows should have their own season? I I, I think so. I I don't know. I, it's just how whole, would you place it? Uh, at first, like I said, when it first came out, it I was, was handicap shit, right? Yeah, right. Yo, hey, a crossbow. Was was like having dynamite at y'all. You found somebody had a right. crossbow at the house. Oh my god, that's illegal. Right, Don't you right. ever bring that around here? And you know, it's like, whoa, get that out of now here. Now you dude. got one to shoot five hundred yards. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> you know, seeing how far we could shoot them. Uh, you know, if, when it, you know, what made me mad is, uh, especially up north, and I'm I'm good with it now. I can't realize it. And you know, you, you hunt the same public land for a year. And I know we talk about Louisiana, but I'm about to mm-hmm. go back to that. Go with public land. You start. I started hunting public land. Say fifteen years ago, and man, it was good, good, good. And you, you end up, you know, all the people where they hunt at. It's the same people. Crossbows were legal. Whole it went up sixty to seventy percent of people. You know, and and my thing is, if you bow hunted before and you're like, ah, you know, it's tough and did it and and got grabbed the crossbow, okay. But now you got people that hated bow hunting because it was hard. They didn't want to practice. They didn't want to spend the money, and all of a sudden they got a crossbow. And now they're a bow hunter. Exactly. That's it's like. Come on, dude. But they pay their money just like you do. It's legal, so you can't tell them nothing. Right, so what does that make you want to do? Go get that damn crossbow that shoots at 150, 200 yards. Uh, I'm saying that. I'm just exaggerating. What can you do? Ain't nothing like the sound of that compound. (laughs) And holding that son bitch in your hand. No doubt. You know what I mean? So I'm going to leave it at this. This might be the most important thing I say tonight on the podcast. Uh, They're introducing a crossbow. You got kids coming up and hunting. So you got your young kid. If the first thing you slap in their hand is There's a, a cross. raven crossbow and they slack in the door at 50 yards off a of ground blind, you think that kid ever is going to grab a compound nope. bow, no. climb up in the tree? That. That's the only thing. I think it's going to hurt compound bow. And, and people go back, well, you got wheels on that bow. Maybe you should go back to a conventional bow. You go back to a recurve. Okay. Well, give me a spear season. I throw a spear. Right. Yeah. If everybody else is throwing a spear. Yeah. You know, and I think it I think it's gonna I think the crossbow is gonna the generation, if you don't raise your kids right to shoot the regular button, you just give them a crossbow from the get go to let them go. Dude, you got kids that are ten years old, go up north killing hundred sixty seven inch deer out of grind blind. Come on now. Well, Where and that's my son. He wants a crossbow bad. Right. I said and, and I keep like, Yeah, we'll get one, we'll get one. But I want him to learn how to shoot a compound bow. Because that thrill is going to be so much better to him to you kill know them girls got in there. 
at Old Bear. So that's what you buy. Well, that's what I'm saying. I bought my son one of them Walmart. Hey, what's the one you, you licked it? the end of the arrow. <laughs> that way, when no you doubt. shoot at somebody, just stick to the window. That's what we got inside. <laughs> but, but for real though, I, I I bought my son what he could pull back. Right. And I told him, I said, baby, like you know, I hold him back off that crossbow. I don't tell him no. I'm not getting him one. Yeah. Right. But I just give, give keep him a limit. Postponing it. Give him a limit. You shoot so many deer with this one, we might step Right, up. and that's what I'm saying. So I'm tr- I'm trying to make him, and he. I bought him a Walmart special, just something that you can adjust the weight on to get used to pulling that bow back. I, dude, I get home, I guarantee if I go to the house right now, my damn bow target is sitting out there in the yard. Yeah. He shoots it. And it ain't, I mean, it's not It's not shooting broadheads or nothing. It's shooting them damn tips. Right. And, I, and I want to touch back on the youth. I think we need to do more and give them a better chance in the season. Not not in Louisiana. Don't they do youth and doe, doe for adults at the same time? Or yeah. permanent? Man, get them adults out the woods. I tell you what, you know what Illinois Let the does? Let kids do something. Hey, October 10th through 20th. Do, give them a week. Way early. Give them a week or something. When the yeah. deer are still in a good pattern, give the kids a great But we wait, and then now we're putting adults in the woods. Door only. You think Pops is going to pass that 10-point on door no, only? Hell then he's going to run to his truck, grab his boat. Uh, good yeah. job, little Johnny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good so job. I think, we need, I think they need to be a better opportunity for the kids to kill more deer. I just I, – I, I think overall Louisiana need to reconsider everything they got in place and kind of go off maybe even Mississippi. 13 inches wide, 12 with it, 12 inches wide no, with a 13-inch no, main beam. 10-inch wide, 13-inch main beam. Main but beams. they also give those kids a week. Yeah, but what, what I'm saying right. is, but see, right. what yeah. I'm saying is, Louisiana don't have that. No, yeah. we don't. And like we talked before on the podcast, this shit pisses me off, son. <laughs> because, you know, like for Mississippi, it pisses me off because golf of antler point restriction, because you got a 70-year-old man sitting in the stand. You think at 70 years old, he knows what, 10 inches wide? 13-inch main beam or however fucking whatever the, yeah. the, but then, the rules are. But then you get a But if he got cataracts, but I listen, mean, goddamn. You here's know, my come thing on with, with that, it. too. Also, if you got a you got a point restriction or they go to that a four on one side or whatever it may be, do you know how many monster six points? That's I've why they got killed? big deer in oh, Mississippi. Well, no you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 but you can't shoot that deer because of a point restriction. Right, right. Now, I'm not much on a point restriction. No, I, I'd rather You the, don't like the, the point restriction? No. No. I, I I don't just because of that fact because I know of so many people that have had to pass. The only thing I don't like about it in six points. If it was four points or better, a six point walking that some bitch, I'm gonna be mad as hell, especially if it's a good one. <laughs> right, right. It, but it's just there's a lot of stuff we could change in Louisiana or that they could change in Louisiana. Yeah. Period. Oh yeah, I mean and, we and make it so much better. We can all work on something, you know, a little bit. Everybody, you know, the 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 state, us people that talk about it, but look. We got cracker with a K with a C. Yeah. <laughs> cracker with a K. Hey, the reason why I did still cracker with a K when I started TikTok, somebody else had still cracker with a C. Oh, that's the only reason. Well, the I, only I reason I'm mad right now. Hey, the, only, the, loving you the, to death. the only reason I didn't write still cracker with a K because I didn't want no copyrights. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I got to be on the safe right. side. Somebody over there with a C is like so, so got, somebody got that CYA going on. Yeah. Mm. See, he he let me know. Mike might get that paperwork in the mail, you know what I mean? <laughs> Come to court. I wasn't fucking around with that. But if there was one person you can hunt with, someone living or in the past, 
Who would it be and why? Uh, y'all already know this answer. Uh, it would be my grandfather. Uh, many a day sitting on a cypress stump in the swamp, listen, listen to them dogs run. Or you know, we uh, we go by these big walker dogs, and uh, we'd go out in the cane field at night, and he would shine our dad, see them dead, and we'd drop the tailgate him and his all his old buddies, you know. And they say, oh, that stop sign, he's first, I can hear him. <laughs> oh, that's my dog, that's my dog. Go back and forth and, and you know, I'm sitting there in the swamp, listen, boy, listen, and, you know, eat a pot and eat sandwich and, and you know, just, just shoot the breeze. And it's just just stuff that's gone that, you you know, kids are never experiencing. Damn my kids nowadays. ain't going to do it. My kid, I'm telling you, my kids ain't putting hip boots on. Right. They're not going to wade in that swamp and get nutrients. You know what I'm saying? They ain't going to do it. And, and all right, maybe it's me. Maybe I didn't raise them like I should have, but uh, just – Lost times and and even back where we did all this is the hunting clubs. Are, them big clubs are gone, man. Everybody got greedy and they want yeah. The back dog in the day, yeah, so dog hunters got to go. Yo, I I take one more day sitting on that old cypress stump with that old man and listen to his stories and 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 getting a little more wisdom off of him and and uh, you know just enjoying the day, just being out there. You never learn enough. Until you're out there and you reminisce on old times, right? That's it, man. You know, I I, I look back and look, I get chill bumps. You know, mm-hmm. every time we ask this question, I get chill bumps, and and the reason I say that is is because my grandpa loved rabbit hunting, right? Mm-hmm. But when he got older, he couldn't do it. He couldn't walk. Broke both hips. Sat on tailgate though. Loved to hear the dogs run. That's it. He knew every dog. By his name, by, by his the bark. bark. Yeah. Squealy, that's uh, right. Coon hunting, same thing. Yeah. He knew every dog. And, like, nowadays, I feel like I'm overwhelmed with work and just just doing everyday stuff. You know, we got the podcast and just everyday life, you know. It, it's it's tough, you know. And I can imagine, like, like a person like you, you know, uh, just going all over the place. Even, like, Pierce and Donald and – we got Big Dino in here. We got Dirty D. He he lives in Arkansas. He's in Louisiana. Shit is not like it used to be. Nope. It used to be so. You don't you don't realize what the pace when of life. You were a kid, you never thought where we're at now. All the opportunities that you had that you reflect back now and say, if I'd have had five more minutes, yeah. Scotty McCrary sings yeah. a song, Five More Minutes, and dude, that yeah. song hits way back. Yeah. Five more minutes of just saying, hey. Or what would you have done here? Or what we did as kids. Right. What we yeah. got away with. Outside. I I, I would I wake up. Never inside. Daylight. Get on the four-wheeler yeah. and drive. Gone. And gone. You can't do it. So you'd be, you'd be you better be in hollering Right. Because somebody's going to be <laughs> saying. <laughs> we got our ass to up. Or that or somebody's going to say, you're on my property. As a kid, you know, a kid going to pay on somebody else's pond. You can't even do that no more. My grandma said, I'm going to holler two times. If your ass ain't back at this house by then, I'm going to tear your ass up. <laughs> Linda going to tear that ass up. Yeah, she would. You know, because you got your ass off. She got the switch ready for you. <clears throat> yeah. Ooh. But, you know, I look back, I'm like, damn, I wish I could slow my life down a lot more than what it is now. And I don't try to be fast-paced. I just try to, but the rhythm of Louisiana is so fast. It is. You know, yeah. I mean, you stop at a stop sign for more than 30 seconds. Somebody blowing a horn Some, at your yeah. ass and are going to hit you one. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Then you go to the Midwest and just like. And, and don't see a vehicle. That's why I don't want to leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to leave. And my wife but, questions me every day. Why do you want to go to the Midwest? Why do you want to move to the Midwest? Fuck. It's a different I world. I want to go back to what it used to be. Yeah. yeah. You know, calm and not this high-paced life. Yep. But 
man, I, I really appreciate all y'all coming in here. I appreciate you. I appreciate Pierce. Dirty D, you got anything else? No, man. I eat cracker with a K. We appreciate it, dude. I mean, <laughs> cracker. It's been with a long a C. time coming. I, like I said, it, it, it was. I cannot believe it took this long to meet you because yeah. of all the friends that we have and mutual friends or whatever. Put that on a cracker, dude. Put that, that on money. a cracker, dude. <laughs> that money. But Big Donald, you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, man. Keep you good. You got a question? I wish this no. big son of a bitch would get you ain't off got my back. No questions. I just wish this big son of a bitch would get hey, off my back. He might be nervous. Get a question, man. Hey, still cracking. We got we got a bunch ask of questions. Ask him a question. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, ask him one. So, fishing wise. Now I'm from up there around Arkansas, and I'll I'll go with the walleye over the crappie. You must have watched some videos. <laughs> no, I I saw when I went up to Hunt Masters TV, somebody brought in some walleye. I was talking mad smash about it. I'm like, ain't no way, dude. It's a thicker fish. You know, sockily, it's a thicker fish, flaky. I think it's better. It's, it's more tender. I was in North Dakota, and everybody's like, "You have not, you like crappie, and you don't want walleye." Dude. I was like, "I don't know. I had never hey, tried." So then, so then I put the video out. People were like, "Walleye's a trash fish." I'm like, "Well, you ain't never ate a shoe pick, then, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> wrap your lips on that, dude. Right? You better be hungry. Hey, like right. I remember me, me and my partner in high school. We get in the boat. We run to the camp. Bring no food. Set out a trout line and pray we caught a shoe pick. All we had was mustard, batter, and grease. Some cold beer. That was it. Pray we caught something. I remember people throwing. So, uh, uh, oh, gosh, damn, the goat teeth fish. Uh, sheephead. Sheephead. I just I said it. Dude, that's the shit. Oh, my God. That's the best. You got, that's the bones, but you get them bones yeah. out there good. Bad problem. You're balling them things. It's cutting them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. a bad problem about Oh, yeah. But, dude, that, you we, run through we some finally blades. cooked them one night. We was like, shit, we're going to try it. We catch them the hell out of them. So, you know the difference between sheephead I mean, uh, sheep and, uh, sheep sheep. and puppy drum? Mm. Teeth. Teeth. <laughs> one got human teeth. Yep. So, so D Watts. I know you don't know Keith Alton. Keith Alton's kind of one of them uh, bass masters that work for a living. So oh, he's like Kevin Van Dam, that, huh? Yeah, on the real. So that's, you ain't that's, putting them weights in the in the fish, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that's, this thing up, man. That's not me. Catch him on the flip. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, hey. Hell of a time, boys. Yep. Yeah. Y'all had a good time? I man, had oh, a great, great time. Dirty, you good? I, I, I'm good. So, Stale Cracker, one more thing. Go ahead. If you had any encouragement to tell somebody that's listening to this podcast, what would it be and why? Man, that's a good question. Uh, I would say, like like this whole thing started, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't If, if you want to get into hunting, fishing, there's somebody that'll take you. We did a big youth thing up in Illinois, <coughs> uh, a youth foundation, and uh, – I didn't know how many kids that want to go. Just right. don't have the opportunity. Just don't have the. Just don't have do the opportunity. Uh, you know, just don't don't close your door to your kids on outdoors. Uh, there's foundation. There's you know the the Jake Club. Then you with the turkeys and right. All. If you're a single parent, what do you got? Jake's Day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, get with your four H clubs. Get with your stuff. Get your kid. If you think your kids in, there's 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 bow shooting. You know, there's competitions and and there's, and there's organizations out there to get your kids in. If you don't have the opportunity to doing it, and, and I think that's the thing is you know get youth back in the doors. Outdoors and, and don't close a door to something you think you're good at. Put yourself out there, you know. Right. And I did, and it, it worked. And it works. And you know what's great now? It's like now I can give back. Right. You know, went up there, did a youth foundation, uh, going some stuff with the uh, veterans and and your St. Jude and stuff like that, and donating to this and that. It's it's a great thing, and 
It, it just opens all the doors. I can't imagine just you as a person putting a character on. And you know, yeah. you're a character. <laughs> it is what it is. That's right. But at the end of the day, like you walking in there and just making a smile on somebody's face that's man, having a horrible ass day. Right. It's, it's you about know? the kids, man. When they see me, we go to these events. Now, you got some grown-ass people that are like, well, man, this dude about to hump my leg, man. <laughs> but, it's hey, like a dog hey, in here, dude, huh? Like, they walk up with their wives, and the wife be like, well, there he is. You watch him in bed all night. Yeah. Go get him. Like, whoa. Right. Okay. There he is. But get when him. you see the kids, and they're like, mama, he does exist. Right. Like, it's, it's you know. Do you right. ever look back and say, like, so, like, people from around here, like, we all know Way Molly, right? Right. Plays ball. But seeing him in person, he's just like. Mm-hmm. All of us. That's right. But then to somebody else, else. that don't know him. Right. He's a legend. He's a, he's a legend. Yeah. It's kind of right. like seeing Chuck Norris for the first time. Yeah. I'm not you know, comparing myself to all it, these guys. In my damn. childhood, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, uh, old school type shit. But You know what's really humbling? I'm going to leave it on this. is when you go places and you take your time and actually speak to the kids or the parents yeah. or whatever and give them. And they're like, and then you have other people like, Man, why you took your time out to talk to them? Oh, cat. Like, wait, this is what it's about, man. Right. This is, well, I thought they were bothering you. I wouldn't be here if I wanted to be bothered. You know what I'm saying? But so, it's better it. than anything. Okay. Oh, the Halloween costumes, the kids, the parents, right. the wives dressing up yeah, as a cracker, and the daddy's a crawfish. It's just crazy. It just blows my mind. Hey, what I they need to do is be like me that stays on the road my whole life and watches my kids grow up through a cell phone, mm. and they'll understand. Yeah, what it's like to be with your kid, you know? Definitely. Uh, To to me, help Cracker, it's it's like I got off TikTok, but when you post, you know, hurricane hits you feeding all the kids in Kentwood, you didn't leave your roots, right? Right. right. And that's the biggest thing for me sitting on the outside to see you give back to your local community where you built your business, right? um, And giving back to them, that's the biggest positive. Yeah, right. And and they get the kids involved. It's crazy. The kids still come to the store. Well, yeah, cracker. What you got right. cooking? Let me pour something in a pot. Let me hit. Let they me probably break. want you to see. Yeah, see let me you sling something. Yeah, let me break a yeah. paddle with you. You know, yeah. and it's like, man, it was it was awesome. It and, was a good deal. And you can ask us what you just said. That that's what I say every time. You know, it even if it's not your own kid. Right. If you know a kid that wants to hunt or maybe interested in hunting, that's right. Hey, grab that kid and take him. That's it. That's what it's about. Hey, you may change that kid's life. That's it. I'm on, I'm Big time, because that kid just, could go down the wrong road. I'm going to cut in for just a second, speaking on Stell Curve's behalf about the kids. I mean, we've been to many events, and, man, I couldn't imagine to tell you the faces they see when he'll call them up there to help him do something. Right. You just put I mean? your hands man, on something. Hey, whether it would be staring that pot and he'll say, not too hard. You know, it's not. Yeah. Hey, or flipping that chicken up there in no front of the old, old rim see, shop. It's all about the characteristics of him putting those kids in front of them and it makes her day. I've seen it many, many, many times, man. Many hey, times. Cracker. That's like getting on, on, on stage with Garth Brooks yeah. or George Strait. Right. That's, right. that's what those kids. Hey, that's those the kids type of person you right are. Man, I've seen it many times and they and they're like they're just oh it's the pictures after pictures after right. pictures like I was really here. You know, I yeah. was, really did this. Well, that's, I like told this my dude really that he was exists. coming, and it was oh, like, no doubt, man. So Holy when, a, when somebody actually sees somebody that they look up to for the first time, it's like they really look and talk. No doubt. And they physically talk to him. Dude, just like they look. Him. You know? Man, I could see it on those kids' faces. They were lit up. Like, right. they were lit up. And it was one kid after another. And it's, and it's like he's never pushed anybody away. Right. Never pushed anybody. It's either – 
you know, hey, you need to throw that faster, or you need to, hey, he was he's giving them heck, you know what yeah. I mean? But they were helping him do that, and they which felt is like a good thing too. Because well, well, he, hey, he's this man didn't have to be here tonight because oh. he's got a busy schedule. He did not have to say, "Yeah, dirty, I'll come down there and do a podcast." And what I love about it is, is, is when they come and they're like, "Dude, we came to your event. We saw right. you posted. We thought you we would see you from a distance with a stage and somebody in front of you. Up close we didn't think we'd come and talk to you. You took the time out. You signed my kid's shirt. You let him stir the pot." You 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 asked him about his hunting season. You asked him why were you wearing that kind of camel or why right. we and, and it just me and it's like we thought we'd just see you like in a right. So it's it's if you ever get to come out to an event where I'm at, come on out. It's a personal deal and uh, we all have fun and we hang out and anyway, it's all about the kids. And you, and it, back. you the real deal. Yeah. That's the thing. You're not it, you're not something different in person. No, definitely. I ain't no doubt. All right, so we done. Third D, you that good? money, dude. I'm good, dog. <laughs> Good. I'm good. What are you good? I'm good. Stell Cracker, what you gonna tell them? I'm gonna say, hey, y'all, check us out on social media, Stell Cracker. We got a little store in Kentwood, uh, the Cajun Two Step.com. Put a little season on your life, dude. That money. From Between the Times Outdoor Podcast, we are out. <laughs>